Welcome to Everyday Animism, a weekly podcast exploring all things animism, particularly how animism impacts everyday life. The podcast is hosted by Kelly Harrell, Brandis Schnabel, and Janet Roper. Let's dive in. Welcome! Hello! <laughs> it's so good to hear your voice. Aw, yay! Thank you. It's good Hi, to Janet. hear your voice. Hey, Janet. Hey, how y'all doing? Good. Doing okay. How are you doing? Doing okay. Hanging in there. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Not happy dancing about anything, but I don't have my head buried under the, the blankets either, so that's good. That's oh, a that really good that, descriptor. It sounds good, though, buried under blankets. Actually, it sounds really nice. <laughs> yeah, I... um. I feel like Mercury is definitely retrograde as fuck this week um, and last week, just in all the ways. It's not like debilitating, but it's just like something's in the air riding the wave. You know, I think this is the worst Mercury retrograde I've experienced in literally a decade. It is just it's hang on with my hats. Yeah, whatever it is. Whether it's, you know. Well, we had that eclipse and we've got yeah. still like several other planets retrograde. I don't think it's just Mercury. Right. Exactly. It's like a, well, it's like a celestial cluster. It feels the eclipse thing. To me, they feel raw. They just, they, they scrape your outer layer off and leave you standing there with no skills <laughs> to deal with it. I mean, that's, that's right. kind of what they do. And that is exactly how the last week has felt for me. Yeah, for sure. Um, exactly. And, and it's um, and it's also, you know, so what we wanted to talk about today is it's also midpoint in this season. And we kind of talked about, we talked about summer at solstice too, but it's, you know, it's kind of that seizing of like, you know, all our shit is laid bare by this noonday sun kind of feel um, in our hemisphere. It's, you know, it's a hot season, but it, it's also a productive season historically in terms of if you live in close relationship with the land so it's a it's like a you know no messing around kind of season and at this point in it it's good to kind of it's almost like the, the universe has conspired to make me sit down and take stock in how that's going more well so than other seasons yeah so how uh how has the the summer season been going for you two and how has that how have how have you two been observing it and and I'll talk about it too from an animistic perspective in the observance of the season sort of as an entity unto itself as well if we're talking animistically well from from an animistic standpoint I think it's interesting to point out today is the actual day while most people celebrate it according to what we've agreed the calendar will say that's mm -hmm. on august 1st but the actual um the sun is in 15 degrees of leo is today so yay i guess yeah, I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> yay maybe <laughs> i'm not sure it is it is interesting how, um, cause I was thinking about this too. Cause I, I always make note of it on August 1st. Cause I feel like it's not as clearly announced as the equinoxes and the, the Sabbath or the, um, solstices. 
it's like we don't have a sort of built in where it's on a calendar anywhere. Whereas I feel like the first day of each season is, you know, even if it's not labeled in a way that I think of it, it's somewhere to be bookmarked. And I think that's why these mid-season points are always observed in like a calendar year sense. Like August 1st is, it's like, well, it's close. <laughs> you know, it's like in the ballpark. And then that date becomes more important culturally, depending on, you know, where, where from what vantage point you're observing it from, becomes more, more of a touchstone than the actual midpoint. Because we do the same thing with May 1st. We do it with May- all of them. Yeah, we we get all of them wrong, technically. And we right. have, I mean, if we're talking about when it really falls, we don't do any of them on the day. And I think that honestly is more from a Christianization, like homogenization standpoint than seasonal observation, to be honest. Right. Like we've but kind of taken the, look at the planet. The point, yeah. Mm-hmm. What you're saying about the vantage point is spot on. It's not the same everywhere. Like we're past midsummer where i live like we're we're well past that and we are like moving whether it's this year or or our weather or what everything is dead already i mean we like we've long passed technically first harvest mm-hmm. so it, it really does depend on where you're standing right and i think too um like well like for me i'm in the north so or the northern part of the U.S. Um, so for me, it's not really the midpoint in the other direction. Like it's not really been hot and summery and, you know, blazing sun kind of weather for as long as it, it you know, it's a moving target. But it's, you know, it is a point in where the sun is, where the planet is kind of thing. And that's always worth kind of mm-hmm. taking a moment to look at. What about you, Janet? Well, one of the things that I've noticed is that since um, solstice, we have lost just under two hours of light. And up here in Missoula, it really makes a difference um, because the night seems to be coming so much earlier. Like before, it was almost 11 or, or, you know, a little bit after 11 at night. And if I was outside, I could still use my sunglasses, you know. Mm -hmm. But now it's like 930 and it's dark. And the good part of it for me is, because I'm not a morning person, is that the sun is later getting up in the morning. And I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. The other thing I'm noticing is that um, the colors of the landscape, how there's more brown and there's not as much blue in the greens. There's more yellow in the greens that I'm seeing mm-hmm. and how the trees are starting to, to pull in their energy at least in this neck of the woods. Now, granted, we're cutting in for a hot spell and um, there are fires that not particularly around me, but we're getting smoke from the West from all those fires. So I'm sure that plays a part in it. But it seems that nature is starting to hunker down Mm-hmm. And not in a big way, but just in really subtle ways. And the other thing that I notice is that I say nature is hunkering, hunkering down. And she may be doing that on Tuesday, but on Wednesday, you know, she's going, oh, it's summer again. Yeah. So it's really kind of fun <laughs> for me to observe that roller coaster of what's going on, how nature is reacting to everything that's going on, the change of the season. Yeah. 
And I, I think for me, it's like, there's definitely no fall in the air here. There's no, there's no sense of that here. We're, we're in August genuinely is a sort of blazing sun kind of month. The first month that has felt, and it's early on, so it's sort of early to say this, but it's the first one that has felt consistently summer-like for me. Wow. So I feel like we've, we've kind of like really been having a decent number of, you know, spring-like days or just, just not, you know, we've had some weeks where it's like, gosh, we were supposed to get this kind of rain in spring. Like what is going on? And this, since August rolled around, it's been, we get a ton of humidity because I'm right under um, one of the Great Lakes. So we've got that sweltering heat and we've got the like soupy air that's like, it's hard to breathe if you do exert yourself. That's been interesting. It's been unseasonably hot here since May, where really since mm-hmm. the end of April, which is unusual. I mean, it gets hot here and it stays hot here, but we were in the hundreds by the end of May, which is not common. It, we don't usually hit that until July. So mm-hmm. it, it has, it's been misery here for months mm-hmm. where it, it's been unusual. And it's strange to say this because it's in the 90s right now, like the mid 90s, but it's changed. The air has changed and it, it does feel like fall already to me. And I know this is, everybody looks at me, everybody who lives here, you know, they wipe the sweat off their brow and look at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? but like my skin has started to change. Like it's, it's starting to do its, its cooler season thing. It's, it's Mm -hmm. subtle, but it's, it's in the body stuff that I can tell Mm -hmm. it's beginning to change. Yeah. That's interesting. How it's so different. Yeah. Do you smell a difference in the air as the Mm -hmm. season changes? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't currently, but that's because I feel like I'm still pretty firmly in summer in terms of the, outdoor nature experience so the other layer of that is you know we're also in a pretty cyclical culture as well so like aside from the weather we're approaching you know this is the month where people are getting ready to go to school people are getting in the last bit of their vacations there's like this shift culturally as well and it is kind of this point of I was thinking about this earlier today and thinking about this topic there, we are at kind of this point where a lot of people are prepping for a shift, even if it's not specifically weather. I'm wondering how that, how that plays in um, for each of you. For me, I'm not worried about the school part. So like my, my kids in full-time daycare year round. So like, I don't have, I don't yet have that school supply rush or, those kind of things. I'm wondering how you two experience that. For me, it's like when I want to do a live event here in town, people are gone during this time. They want to get in the last hurrah of camping and hiking and all of this wonderful outdoor stuff that Montana Mm -hmm. offers. Um, And so it's, it's hyperbole to say, at this time, Missoula is a ghost town because, of course, it's not. But it doesn't have the same kind of activity that it does in the fall, uh, as I experience it anyway, in the fall and in the spring. Mm-hmm. There's more of that. I got to get this done. I've got to go. I've got to get this taken care of. Yeah. 
I definitely feel that energy, even if it's not mine in terms of, you know, how many referrals, how, how many times people are reaching out for, you know, like new therapy clients or um, how active people are on social media. Um, it isn't a huge transitional time for me this month, but I feel that transitional time in a broader sense, in, a, in some big ways, especially in the past week. My, my kids, I'm sorry, go ahead, Kelly. I was just going to say, my kids are homeschooled, so they, they kind of set their own timing, and that was this week. But the, um, the block scheduling and other, other approaches that are non-traditional, they started back maybe two or three weeks ago. So all of our like, social interaction, you know, all of our extracurricular stuff has been colored by other people going back to school and now this week, our kids have started back. And it's interesting because they they've missed it. I mean, they would never say, I missed school, but they very much articulated that they missed routine, which mm-hmm. I think is kind of awesome. I don't think I would have ever said those words at nine years old. I definitely looked for, I mean, I was the kid that loved this time of year in terms of anticipating going back to school. Some of that might be that school was a much safer more comforting place for me than much of the home time but um and I mean I enjoyed the summer in terms of being outdoors but this was usually the point at which I was like I want fresh notebooks and I want pens and I want new shoes I want to be in school yeah yeah there's something about the smell of the the fresh pens and that new notebook you know Mm -hmm. and something about the feel of it to me that's really invigorating yes and, and I, and, and yeah, I, I did miss, and it's funny because I wasn't necessarily a hugely popular person. I wasn't necessarily rushing to get back to specific people or friends or, I mean, I had those things. Um, and I guess in school, this was always the, the month that band camp started. I was a huge band nerd. So there was always that sense of like, it's still warm. I'm still outside, but now I also have this community that I'm really geeked out to be a part of. So this was always a kind of a cool month from that perspective for me too. I kind of miss being a part of that sort of rhythm of like anticipatory. Agreed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We have to create it. And I think that's Mm -hmm. partly what, what observing the Sabbath serves to do as an adult Mm -hmm. is to keep you attuned to Mm -hmm. a greater cycle. And that it's, you know, despite the fact that modern paganism has just sort of, you know, gathered around this Celtic sense of what the Sabbaths mean and their names and how we're supposed to observe them. You know, despite that, I think that it, it's still really intended to be very organic and based mm-hmm. on your personal, you know, literally where you stand and how you feel and sense the change and the nature spirits this time of year. Yeah. And I like, I like kind of folding that into, you know, I like observing the nature, you know, outdoor nature, the thing we typically think of as nature. I like kind of making those that having touched touchstones to look at that observance or those changes. And then also look at like, you know, what is summer typically for me? What are those themes? You know, they also provide touchstones in terms of what to look at. You know, we're heading into a harvest season, you know, like, what do I want to make sure I get done before that fall equinox comes or, or just that, that point where we're into a new season. It's a touchstone of like, 
where do I want to be by then? Where have I come since I observed the last seasonal change? I kind of like these mid-season points, less so in terms of some, any sort of like sacred observance or spiritual, um, but more like an accounting of like, what's the inventory? Where am I at midpoint at this chunk of the year? And um, where do I want to be before this chunk of the year transitions into the next one? And that kind of thing. This is, and I think midpoint in every season is good for that. Brandy, you seem to do that so well, so innately. I really appreciate that about you. And I've learned that from you to sit down and to look and to reflect mm -hmm. about where I've been and where I'm going. Mm -hmm. So thanks. Thank you. And it's also Panda Planner too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, and even, um, not even just from like a goal standpoint, like summer is, uh, I mean, it's, it's one of the two extreme seasons. So there is this sort of also like very tangible survival stuff. I think we always feel like winter is, you know, we could all freeze to death, but you know, in summer we could, you know, dehydrate to death or we could get heat, you know, you get heat stroke, you can. So it's also this opportunity to look at, you know, when I'm out in a blazing sun, it's like, what do I do to conserve myself? Am I working too hard? Am I, you know, am I making sure to hydrate and do the things that I need to do to like propel me at the pace I'm at? Do I, you know, am I wearing sunscreen? Am I drinking water? Am I, you know, maybe remembering that it's, you know, this level of humidity and it's this hot out and that it's okay to maybe cut something short that I thought I was going to have time and energy for, but I forgot that it was going to be 90 degrees and 90% humidity. And I think it's important to be aware of that as you age also, mm -hmm. because I noticed that what um, I used to be able to, I have no desire mm -hmm. to do that now. It's like, mm -hmm. no, I, I don't want to go into the sun. Thank you very much. Show me a shade tree. Right. And that changes every year too. So like you're a different person every time this shift in the year comes. So like, yes, you're a little older. Um, my kid is a different age. So like she enjoys different things and it's, you know, there, there are all these touchstones to like look around you and notice differences and notice what's needed or what's changed. And then there's the internal part of it as well that I think is really cool. Agreed. Yeah. So uh, what uh, for either of you, and I'm going to think about this for a sec, you know, what has come up around like mid, mid season, what do you still want to get done? What do you still want to see? What are you looking forward to in the rest of this season? For me, the runes are that pacing, sort of what mm -hmm. both of you already described, but that, that accounting system and the runic calendar is is where I look for perspective on what I need to what I can focus on in this season and have native support to accomplish it. I mean, you can focus on anything anytime, and that's awesome. But the runes, at least in this use, are one way to help me understand what is natively available. So mm -hmm. for this month, that is Dorisaz. And if you're not sure, what that is or what the runic calendar is, you can subscribe to the weekly rune at my website and 
you'll know. And so if you go to mm-hmm. soulintentarts.com, you can subscribe to the weekly rune. Mm-hmm. But I've spent the last two weeks talking my brains out about thoracitis and what that means. But mm-hmm. the, um, the ability to understand what our unconscious urges opposed to what your conscious actions are is what you're doing matching what you really want or what you really mm-hmm. need how are those things congruent and that's that's been my focus for the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks it's been it's been a rough time for that to be the focus given the astrological weather we were discussing at the top of the podcast right exactly yeah i am at a place and i've been in this place all some pretty profound interior changes and learning how to, first of all, recognize them within myself and then how to put them out into the real world, so to speak. And um, this is a time where I know that I need to kind of hunker down and, you know, not push, but that there's a part of me that wants to go now. I want to do it now. I want to do it now. Mm-hmm. And going back to the astrology that we were talking about with, Met- uh, with um, Mercury in retrograde, I think it's like the 21st or the 22nd that it goes back direct. And I think, isn't there another planet that goes direct around that time? Because to me, I was talking with a friend and we were talking about how it seems as if when everything starts to go back direct again, everything is going to free up for us. Well, from your mouth. Yeah, I was thinking that. Uh, I mean, whoever's ears, that'll. I don't count on that. <laughs> but I mean, my, you know, the stuff that I feel like is on my plate right now is deep needs assessment. Like, what do I really need, as opposed to what I think I have to get done? Like, what I have to accomplish, even in a creative light, because you know, I love the creative stuff and it's fun and it's colorful, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's serving a need for me personally. So, you know. In some ways, I hear you say that, Janet, and I know that it's true, Mm -hmm. and I'm hoping that I can maintain that discernment, (laughs) like even when the barriers kind of loosen up and I feel like I can be creative again, I hope I maintain the discernment to say, but do I really need to be spending my energy on this? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like right now, like from whatever framework is a good time, I mean, that's exactly the it's it's an ongoing question to look at and I feel like it's a good time in a lot of ways it's interesting to hear like the runic framework around it but it's all kind of a framing around like what's working what's not working what do you want is what you want in alignment with what you're doing with what you need with you know kind of taking an account um and it really has been a good time for that for me there's been some of that professionally there's been you know I went on a vacation that sort of had me thinking about it on a personal level the balance of work home um, and then we have in the tangible just like you know projects kind of thing um, there's a bunch of backyard stuff and house related stuff that my husband and I have been working on and it's like okay it's halfway through the summer if I want to enjoy a repainted deck we need to actually paint it (laughs) And so like, when are we getting that done? Like, what's the weather? Um, And it's been interesting. I think this is the first year that I've really thought through the goals that I've made. And then, especially with outdoor projects, that the weather kind of 
dictates whether those things get done. There are things out of my control. You know, we had, we wanted to do painting last week and it rained a lot. And it's like, well, you know, you have to look whether it's going to rain the next day because things are drying. And it's like, um, there's been a lot of accounting for me around what's in my control to, to look for. And then, you know, at some point I need to look at what I wanted to get done, celebrate what did get done and say like some of this wasn't possible and I can always scoot it back on the schedule. You know, I can always regroup and we're always allowed to do that. I think that's why I like this kind of mid midpoint touchstone to kind of just look at those things and say, not even look at it from a failure standpoint, but just as a, a recentering standpoint for me. So. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So here's to surviving the rest of Mercury retrograde and the heat and uh, all of it. About this time of year, I look up and realize I haven't spent any quality time outside for literally like five weeks because, I mean, I'm an avid gardener. I love it. This is the first year that I could really do anything. And still, like, you know, you get into that bowl of summer and it's like, screw it. I don't even want to walk to the mailbox if I don't have to. <laughs> yeah. So um, I am going to take some time when we get done with the podcast to take some offerings out. Because mm-hmm. I had been in a rhythm of doing that very regularly. And mm-hmm. honestly, I think they're okay with it. I don't feel like my nature mm-hmm. spirits are dissing me or anything. Because they're busy. I mean, they're doing what they do. But I, mm-hmm. I feel like I need to make that effort today. Yeah, just kind of say, I see you and here's something. I like that. Yep. And I, um, I have actually, for the first time in multiple years, have some outdoor plants that I placed there with intention. Like, not the built-in landscape of our property, but um, I decided to do, like, mosquito management by way of uh having actual planted citronella around the deck and so I've um been tending it watering it and kind of thinking about it's been nice to have something out there that isn't just to look a certain way but that serves a purpose and so I'm more motivated to tend it and has me thinking a lot about the intentionality of what I put in my spaces and then that I'm more motivated to take care of those things because they were done with intention. So I'll make sure to go out and water my citronella today. So I've been just watching what's going on yesterday. I spent, I don't know how much time watching some ants move just a little piece of food and appreciating the organization that they had with that. It was, it was like really cool. You know, it was almost as good as game of Thrones. I got to say. (laughs) <laughs> it's probably just as dramatic at their level of things well if not yeah. more so yes yeah it's it's survival it's real mm-hmm. deal it's right now it's not yeah. when the comes it's right now yeah yeah and then when they got the food stuck in a crack um there on the picnic table and i tried to help them by flipping the food over <laughs> i flipped it over like about three or four inches and i think they were going what's going on i'm flying through the air <laughs> yeah <laughs> Ants are pretty badass. They are. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. They really are. They get yeah. a bad rap. Yeah. So everybody go water something. Go spend a minute outside, even if it's hot. Go say hi to your ants. 
and um, we'll be back next week with more ponderings. Yay. Anybody else have anything else? I'm good. Always a pleasure to talk to you ladies. Yeah. <laughs> you too. Hang in there, everybody. Yeah. Yep. Stay cool. Stay hydrated. We'll see you next week. Take good care. Bye, ladies. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening this week. If you'd like more information on Kelly, Brandis, or Janet, or to listen to past episodes of our podcast, get some more information on our resource page, you can find all of those tidbits at everydayanimism.tumblr.com. See you next week.